Mishpatim Rivi'i, chapter 22, verse 27, Perek Chavbeis, Pasuk You shall not curse uh, Elikim, uh, Rashi says it means also Hashem, uh, curse the name of, of Hashem. Uh, as well as not cursing a judge. Uh, judges are also uh, called Elikim, as we learned just uh, before. Ad Elikim Yavoid Varshneim, and the Loshan of Elikim, Loshan of Judge. So this includes both, as Rashi will see in a minute. Vinasi Ba'amcha Loi Sa'ir, and a prince in your nation you shall not curse. Now, uh, the Pasik specifically uh, talks about Elikim. We understand that. It also specifically talks about, let's do the Rashi. Elikim, Leisekalil, Zakt Rashi, says Rashi, Harizu Azhara Libirchas Hashem. This is a warning against cursing Hashem, uh, the name, uh, in God's name, uh, cursing God, blasphemy. And Azhara, but this is also a warning, Lekilalas. Dayan for the cursing of a judge. Uh, presumably, it's also from the word Elikim, because Rashi quotes just Elikim Lisekalo. But the Pasik also adds that Vinosi that a prince amongst your people, you shall not curse. Now, what happens cursing anybody else? I mean, with regards to God, that's blasphemy, uh, cursing God. Uh, there's a love, a prohibition, a warning, a zahara for that. But then a judge in the position of, of a judgment, uh, maybe, um, what is the definition over here of a nasi? A nasi ba'amcha, a prince amongst your people. What is the definition? Who qualifies as a nasi, particularly? What is a prince amongst Israel? And what about any other Jew or any other person uh, cursing? Uh, that seems that there is no azhara for that. Uh, sure, that's not uh, permitted, but uh, these verses are singling out uh, Hashem and a Dayan and a Nasi. Pasik Chavches, Mile'oscha, your fullness, uh, referring to the wheat that has become full, uh, and uh, that 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 is when the um, when the grain is. Uh, uh, becomes full and you are uh, obligated to give the Bikurim, as we'll see in Rashi. Vidim Acha, those are the Truma. Uh, the Bikurim is what you uh, give the um, uh, Bikurim. Uh, and, uh, we'll see in Rashi. Vidim Acha, that is the Truma that you uh, are supposed to separate from the, uh, from the grains. Lois uh, do not uh, delay. Um, in other words, the first thing that happens is the maleoscha, the fruit ripens. At that point, you have to give bikurim. After the fruit ripens, then when you cut it, the first thing is you have to do the macha, the truma. Don't delay it uh, and don't change around the order. We'll see in Rashi. Bechoir bonecha titanli, the firstborns of your sons. You shall give to me. Now we'll wait for Rashi, and uh, we'll see how Rashi explains it. So, Malayascha, your fullness, uh, Rashi, Malayascha is your fullness offering, which is 
this is your obligation that is upon you, when your grain is full to be ripened. In other words, when the uh, when the uh, fruit is ripened, that's when you uh, are obligated um, to give the uh, Those are the bekurim, the first one. And as Rashi says elsewhere in the Chumash, that uh, the way the bekurim were done, that a person goes into his field and he uh, he observes that there was a uh, a fruit that has uh, become ripened first, so he wraps around the gemi. Uh, a little band around it, and it says this is for Bikurim, and then eventually you take uh, you take these uh, from the different uh, kinds. You take the Shivaminim, you take uh, the Bikurim, the first ones in a basket, and um, and that is brought to the uh, to the um, to Yerushalayim, and the whole uh, procedure that takes place that you place the basket before Hashem. Those are uh, uh, the halachas of the Bikurim the, is, is, is found in several places in the Chumash. Actually, a little bit later on in Parshish Mishpatim in uh, Perich of Gimel Pasik Tazayin, uh, the Torah refers to the Shavuos as the Chag HaKotzir uh, Bikurei uh, Maasecha. So uh, that mentions over there that the Bikurei Maasecha is on the, the first and the Shavuos. Um, over there in Rashi in Pasukutes, Rashi says that Rashi is Bikuri Ad Moscha Keitz Ad Adam Nichnas Latoich Sodeu. He goes into this field. Rayeteina Shebikra. If he sees a a fig that has become ripened, Kerechol Gemel Simon. He wraps around a gemi for a sign of Magdisha and he sanctifies it. And and Rashi points out there that the Bikurim is only from the Shiva Minim that are said in the Pasik of Eres Chita Usoira. And that's, you know, the Pasik talks at length about it in Dvarim Ches, Pasik Ches. Over there in, in, in the Pasik Ches, over there the Torah enumerates the seven kinds Eres Chita Usoira, Gefen Sein, Rim, Eres and Udvash. And um, the whole Parshish uh, of Bikurim is in Parshish Kisavai. Starting with Pasuk Aleph over there, and uh, the fact that the Pasuk says Velakachto Meireshis over there, Rashi learns out that it means Meireshis Veloy Kol Reishis that only Shivas Aminim Belvad. Rashi has the Eretzereshava from Eretz Eretz. Okay, we go on Vidim Acha. So we're talking about the Bikurim. So that's the first one, and then it says Vidim Acha. What is the Acha? So Rashi had Truma. That refers to the separation of Truma. Uh, which is the uh, the first thing uh, that you have to give from the pro- produce that you give to the kohen, and uh, Rashi says mm-hmm. I don't know what is the lotion of the language of dema, uh, which is the comes dimacha comes from it. Uh, what is the language over there? But anyways, dema over here does mean the truma. So what does it mean lois acher? Lois Acher means don't delay, in other words, give them on the right time, immediately. Lois Ishanes Seder Hafroshoson. Don't change around the order of their separation. Laacher Es Hamugdem, to delay the one that comes first. Ulahagdim Es Hamugdem, and to uh, make first that that comes later. So, for example, Shelo Yagdim, he should not make first the Truma Libikurim. 
So you shouldn't. So when the pasuk says don't delay the malei that means you shouldn't make it after uh, the truma. Uh, in other words, don't uh, take true Don't take bikurim uh, after you've already separated uh, truma. But bikurim take while it's still on the tree, and then you give the truma later on once you cut it off from the tree. But don't reverse the orders. And then uh, also it says vidimachal isacher, so that means truma and also you shouldn't miser before truma. The pasuk doesn't talk about miser. The pasuk talks about just and truma. But we're saying you shouldn't delay the bikurim. Don't delay it after the um, after truma. But it says also don't delay dimascha. Like acher also dimascha also the truma. What does that mean? That means don't delay the truma after what it has to come before, which is before the miser. The miser goes to the levi, and then there's the other miseries that goes to the the miser oni and the miser sheni in the different years, as explained elsewhere. Bechayr banecha titanli. So what does it mean? You should give to me the bechayr of your sons. So, Rashi, the titan li means not that you give it away to Hashem, that without just give it away, but the the bechayr of your sons, the firstborn of your son, is livdoisei bechomesh sloim in akoyim. So you know you give it to Hashem by how do you give your firstborn to Hashem? How do you give how do you give him to me? Is by redeeming him bechomesh sloim in akoyim. So the Koyen technically is the one that represents Hashem, that you give it to the Koyen. But when you give the Koyen, the Chomesh Sloyim, that means that you're redeeming, that you fulfilled the Titan Li, but you're taking it back because you're redeeming it with the Chomesh Sloyim in HaKoyen. Now we've already learned about uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Mitzvah of Bechoyer. Uh, we learned in the end of the Parshas, Boy in Shvi, that's Perik Yudgimel Pasik Alev Beis Adav Hashem Al Moshe Kadesh Li Kol Bechayr Peter Kol Rechem B'Vnei Yisrael, and then it says Ba'adam Uba Behemalihu. So the Eibushter already says over there that the Bechayr Peter Kol Rechem B'Vnei Yisrael, whether it's Adam or Behema, it says Lihu belongs to me. And Rashi says La'atzmi Konisim Lihu means La'atzmi Konisim Aydeshi Kesi Bechayr. So that's already the posik that the Torah talks already that is Kaddish Li And then later on in the follow up is Moshe uh, Rabbeinu when he says to the, speaking to the Yidin, what Hashem says, he again he, he says Hashem's uh, command. He says, Whether this Petarechem Lashem means, according to one Shad Rashi, it refers to the human beings, or within the animals itself, but still, uh, the Pasuk later on, in Pasuk Yud Gimel says, adam So, already says there that you have to redeem. So we learn about, uh, definitely, uh, we learned about the Kaddish Likol Bechayr, to sanctify over there, but then we learned also that, um, that the... Um, Petarechem la Hashem, whether that means uh, the Petarechem, but uh, whether it means Adam uh, or not, as Rashi says over there. Bechor Bechor Adam Barecha Tivda, he talks to you about certainly about the Bechor Adam, and um, and he says 
and further in Pasik Tazvav again it says that I also redeem all the Banai of my sons. So already we have already the Torah talking over there, uh, and this is right away is, um, um, as, as soon as they went out of uh, Mitzrayim, Hashem is saying Kadesh Likol B'chayr. So I guess this is what Rashi is asking over here. But God has already instructed on this in a uh, another place. Uh, why does he have to tell again about here the Bechayr Banecha? Uh, with regards to Bikurim and Truma again, what's the uh, Bikurim almost is connected to Bechayr Banecha uh, because that's the Bikurim, that's the first of the fruit, and this is the Bechayr Banecha. So maybe there's a relationship over there in the verse, uh, these things together. And again, uh, because the Shem is talking about the gift of the Bikurim, he wants to also say that not only the first fruit, but they should be given first also. So that has a similarity of Bechor Banecha. So the Torah also talks about the Dimacha, the Truma, because the Truma in a way is also the first before the other things that come there. So it also can kind of Bechor. Maybe that's the connection in the Pasek of Meleascha and Dimacha together with Bechor Banecha. But the, the Atzim command of Bechor Banecha was already Hashem instructed. But but this is just to make this close to the next pasuk which begins so you shall do to your ox and so we learn from there just like the firstborn of the person that it is after 30 days that you redeem him. In the old Psukim that we quoted before, and what Rashi said, the Pasik didn't say over there that it takes place in Shleishim Yoyim. That is something we will learn, oh, because it says, this is, we learn in Bamidbar Yudches, and it says, when it talks about the Bechayr over there, which is another place where it talks about Bechayr, is Miben Chodesh Tivde. It says from a month old you should re- redeem. So that means that the Bechayr Adam is redeemed when he is one month old. So we learn also, Av Bechayr Behemadaka, also the Bechayr of the Behemadaka. I guess the reason why we call it Behemadaka. These are the Bechor Behemadaka, those are basically the animals that the, uh, is owned uh, by, the, uh, by, the, uh, by the people. I don't know exactly, the Behemagasa would be, uh, um, I don't know, there's two versions of this Rashi I'm looking at. One says Daka, and the other one says in apprentice Gasa. Um, the din is that all kosher Behemas, you have to give, uh, we learned before in the Pasuk, in Pasha's boy, that you have to give the Bechayr of the animals is only from the kosher uh, animals. Any kosher animals that you own, whether it's a Behemadaka or a Behemagasa, um, you would have to give... Uh, uh, the Bechayr. Uh, the only thing is a Chamer is different. Rashi said over there a donkey. The Chamer of a donkey also has to be redeemed or else Varafta or you chop off his head if you don't want to redeem it. But uh, just the special Rashi points out over there from only Behemoth's Tahiris, only which is Kosher Lachila, only does a Tahir. But I don't remember seeing an Afkamina between uh, the Behemoth Dak and the Behemoth Gase. Uh, 
Um, so I don't know um, why it's behemoth dakar gas. I got to look at this, but uh, there's two gishas in the two verses apparently in the chumash that I'm looking at. Looks like the version is behemoth dakar, and the other chumash I'm looking at there just says behemoth dakar, and they take out the word gas. Maybe the behemoth gas is not as usually to be owned by the person. Uh, um, and therefore, um, you know, he doesn't have to give it. He doesn't own it. It's the behemadaka that usually owns uh, the sheep, the cattle, the, uh, the behemadaka. Not sure. The truth is that this is actually a Mishnah in Mesechta Bechayris, and that's on Tavchavov uh, Medbeiz Mesechta Bechayris. And in the Mishnah over there, the Mishnah says that the. Uh, Obligation to trouble themselves with raising the bechayir, it's a trouble because the id doesn't uh, really have any benefit from the bechayir. He has to give it away to the koyin. The koyin is either going to be makrevan the mizbech, if it has a mum, he's going to uh, eat it. So he would rather just give it away to the koyin. But the uh, Torah, the Mishnah says over there that the uh, yid is obligated to uh, take care of the bechayir. And the Mishnah says, the Tanakhama says, by a daka it's 30 days, and by a gasa it's 50 days. And Rabbi Yaisi disagrees by daka three months. Later on, over there in the Braise, the Gemara brings down the reason, how do we know this difference uh, between a gas and a daka? I guess the... Um, uh, there's actually more uh, more trouble... Uh, with a daka, as the Gemara brings down over there, the Gemara brings down the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. But the uh, the way, how do we know this whole limud? So the Gemara says uh, we learn it out because of the smiches that Rashi brings down, uh, because of bechayir banecha titanli, which is written next to. Uh, and the Gemara, and both the Gemara and the Braises are because it's written, Kain Tase Lutzeinecha. The problem is that in the Posik it says, Kain Tase Lutzeinecha Lutzeinecha. Of course, the Shorcha is the Behemagasa, the Tzeinecha is the Behemadaka. So the Gemara over there in the Braises uh, and in the Gemara, they have various ways of learning out, and the Gemara starts one way. Uh, but uh, and the Braise then says uh, the, the Rava finally says because since it says Kain Tase, so that there is another Kain Tase Lesherecha, so there is an additional time of thirty days uh, in addition to the thirty that you get for the smichas, so you get additional thirty days, but. The, I guess the, the, the problem we have over here is because Rashi in Chumash writes, Rashi doesn't say, The Gemara makes the whole thing that the is the equation. So that's why we come to this Rashi. The Rashi says, The other says, Gaso. Uh, the halacha that's brought down is that only a behemadaka is metabel b'shleishim yoyim, but Rashi in Shutishal Mikra learns kintasa l'shercha. Apparently, he's not mechalik. So then, 
it's neither a daka, neither a gasa, then it should be av b'chor b'heima, metabal b'shloi shim yoyim. So we have to look at the Mepharshim. This is uh, a little bit of the issue, how to reconcile the Rashi with the Gemara. But if we just learn a simple meaning of Rashi, it maybe is, and then the girsa would be gasa, maybe Rashi would learn that the chiv of tipple of shloi shim yoyim, is um, is also for a behemagasa, maybe only for a behemagasa, and not for a behemadaka. But Rashi, the equation is Rashi doesn't bring down the second Russia either that the Tase, but the Shercho comes to add more, or that the Smiches goes on and let's say Necho, the Kein Tase is to the Muleascho, with the Gemara says there in the beginning. So how to exactly touch the Rashi that we have to look at the Mepharshim and to figure out exactly how it fits in with the way the Gemara speaks over there. So, just like there, Metapel Yoim, he also has to uh, take care of it for 30 days. And then he gives it to the coin. So, basically, what we're saying over here is that uh, it's the person's responsibility to hold on. He shouldn't uh, just immediately as it's born, the first one to go ahead and give it away to the Kohen. I guess there is uh, there is a cost involved over there. You had to feed the animal, you got to take care of it. So a person, maybe a Bukhar is born to him, he wants to just get rid of it. So the Torah says, no, that the Bukhar you have to be for 30 days, and then you give it to the Kohen. Now, the thing is that uh, this smichas that we have over here from these two psukim, in the quote uh, before in the parshas uh, boy, the smichas there is, is 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 like the whole time over there. It's not all, not even two separate psukim. Um, the pasuk, the first pasuk, Hashem says, "Kadosh likopcher petal korechem b'vnei Yisrael ba'adam u'babheim alihu." So the Adam is equated to the Behema. So if by Adam it's 30 days, same thing is by Behema. Um, now this talks about Mekadosh, but uh, not about giving, which this Pasuk talks about, uh, what you should give. Kein Tasa L'Shercha, that with regards to the Bechor Benechotitin Li, Kein Tasa L'Shercha, so at the same time, L'Chera, not just with the Kadosh, but... In Pasuket Gimel over there also says, So it tells you to redeem it. Uh, um, but then it says, uh, But it's not next to the giving to the uh, Koyin. Then it says, but in the way of Titanli, this is unique in this Pasik, and maybe that's why Rashi, that's why the Gemara Rashi brings down from that Pasik. Pasik Khoftas, Kain Tasel Shoirichal so you shall do to your cattle and to your sheep. Um, now the Pasik says, Shivas Yomim Yiaim Imoy. Seven days it should be with its mother. Uh, the Bakhoir should be for seven days with its mother. Bayemashmini Titnali, on the eighth day you should give him to me. But uh, didn't we just say that the Koyen, the person who holds on to him, has to take care of him for 30 days? Explains Rashi. Shiva's Yom Yim Imoi Zu Azhar Le 
This is a warning for the Koyan. The person was told that it's his responsibility to hold on for it for 30 days. But now we're coming to tell to the Koyan, that if he wants to hasten the bringing the Korban, he doesn't want to wait 30 days. He wants to bring it before 30 days. He wants to bring the Korban before 30 days. The Torah is telling you, so in other words, there's an obligation for the Yisrael to be metapal with it, but if the Koyan says, I want it earlier, you give it to the Koyan earlier to bring it for a carbon, but he can't do it before eight days. Before eight days, he cannot bring the carbon. He cannot bring it for a carbon. Because that's lacking the time, it has to be at least eight days old. Now it says, On the eighth day you should give it to me. So one can think, one may think, that the obligation is to bring it on the eighth day. So to learn that the Pasuk is telling you, by on the eighth day, bring it to me. So here it's written the eighth day. Later on, when it talks about any carbon that you bring, it talks about the sacrifices, it says within the Pasuk, it's from the eighth day and on that it will be uh, a willing carbon, in other words, accepted by Hashem. So the eighth day over there is the meaning of the eighth day, meaning it can start with the eighth day, but not that it has to be at the eighth day. Just like the eighth day over there is said later on, is to say that it's kosher, it's fit, from the eighth day and on. Also the eighth day that is written over here, to make it kosher, from the eighth day and up. And so is the understanding. And on the eighth day, for that time you're permitted to give it to me. But it still seems like, from the previous Rashi, Rashi says that for 30 days, the other one must take care of it. And starting with the 30th day, then he brings it to the Kayin, and the Kayin must bring, bring it to the Mizbeach. Pasuch Lamet. The Anshei Kodesh Ti Yunli. And... Uh, holy people, you should be to me. Uvasar basode trefa and meat that you find in the field that is a trefa that was ripped off. Let's say an animal ripped off from another animal, and you find the meat in the field. Don't eat that food, that 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 basar, that meat. Lakelev tashlichun that you must throw to the dogs. Rashi, was in Rashi. Anshi Kodesh Tiyunli. So we touch this, you should be a holy people to me. But, so we're saying that you be to me holy people. But Rashi says a little differently. Rashi says, Anshi Kodesh Tiyunli im atem kedoshim. If you are holy, what does holy mean? Uparushim mishakutsi nevelus utrefa. And you separate yourselves. Uh, from the shikutsi, from the loathsomeness, uh, the shekets, the disgusting of neveles treifus of carcasses and treifus. Hariatem sheli, then you are mine. So v'anshi koidesh, if you'll be holy, then tiyuli, then you'll be mine. So tiyuli is a result of anshi koidesh, not uh, part of the uh, instruction. Is v'anshi koidesh, then tiyuli, then you'll be mine. And if not, then you're not mine. Uh, because otherwise, it doesn't make, uh, why does Rashi say that? Because otherwise, uh, to say you shall be 
holy people to me, it doesn't. It's not saying anything. Uh, it doesn't say anything. So, well, what does it mean, be holy people to me? Uh, because this second sentence is basur basur treifer. Let's see exactly what Rashi Zechrich is. Also, why does Rashi add over here? Uh, she could see nevelis. The pasuk talks about only treifers. Uh, um, over here, it talks about treifer. The trefer over here, as we'll see in Rashi, next Rashi, we're talking about ripped off of the animal, a piece of meat that's ripped off of the animal, which is uh, basically uh, an Eber Minachai or a Basar Minachai, later uh, Um But not the Nevela. Nevela would mean, uh, Nevela means when the Bahama is dead, and a meat of a dead animal which wasn't shachted properly, that becomes a Nevela. Uh, trefa means in this case trefa means a, a piece of a chai of a living, the animal is still living and there's a piece of meat of that living thing you can't eat that would be trefa over here uh, the other kinds of trefa is when it can't live but that's not the shot over here but let's do the next Rashi Rashi brings shikutsi nevelis also he brings down it's not only that the the, the 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 meat in the field that is trefer you can't eat, but in the house you can't eat it e- either. Also, so el shadibar akosuf But the Torah talks about the usual occurrence where makom shederach behemis letarif. Where is the usual ways of animals that are uh, uh, torn? Where do you tear? That's in the field, uh, in the outside, in the field where animals uh, rip each other up. And likewise, we find that the Pasik speaks behavior in Dvarim Chavbeis, Pasik of Zion, when it talks about a person for forcing a, a, a woman. So it says, that he found her in the field. Well, it doesn't make a difference that in the field, even if it was in the city, the point is that in the field she was screaming and nobody can hear her. The Torah is trying to describe why she is guiltless. She's not guilty because. She must have screamed and nobody heard her. It says, But if she, any other place where she didn't, wasn't a willing participant, but she was forced, uh, the same thing would apply. But the Torah uses the common in the field. Uh, and likewise, in Dvarim Chavgim Apasigid Aleph, it says, A person who is not clean because something which happened at night, uh, which is a nocturnal emission, but Hua did mikrayim. The same thing would be if it happened by the daytime. It doesn't make a difference. The guy with the tomb and the tare el But the Torah talks in the common uh, uh, that mostly it's in the laylos. But it doesn't not a condition, but rather it's a a usual. It's a scenario which is the possible. Now, I don't know why Rashi has to all of a sudden bring all these proofs. Rashi is already in the same parish already. Rashi has brought down uh, several times the idea that it is Dibra Kosov Bahiva. And I believe the last time, which is learned in previous parish, when it says, Mechashefa Loi Sechaye, which was in Posik Yudzayin, in Perik Chobbeis, Posik Yudzayin. And Rashi says over there that Dibra Kosov Bahiva, Shanoshi Metuis Mechashefus. So why would Rashi all of a sudden over here need a proof? At least in the first proof, it says also the word basode. 
So there is another like the basod So there is a common denominator there. But Rashi brings down which doesn't seem to have anything to do with the with the case over here. And uh, Rashi says it over here. And I believe there's many many more times that Rashi in the in the deposit uses lotion of 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 of, of lotion to explain this. Um, why uh, Rashi has to say it over here. The uncle is Tirgem, and the uncle translates the word the Basar Basar the Treva, Ubasar Talish, and ripped up meat, detached meat, flesh, Min Chayo Chayo, from a live animal. Basar Shenitlash, this is meat that has been detached, Ayde Treva Zevari, by the the, the Treva of uh, the tearing off of a wolf or a lion, min chayo kishera of a kosher chayo or a kosher animal bechayeha during her lifetime. Um, so that is the touch of the word basabasode uh, treifa being ripped off. I guess maybe the uh, without the unculus, maybe the touch can be. As we would touch Basar Basode Trefa would mean a regular Trefa that can't live uh, where we say Trefa today. Uh, not that it was ripped off Chayo, uh, but it was shechted, and then you found that it wasn't Trefa. No, I don't know. I don't know if that works. Okay, anyways, next Pasik. La Kelev Tashlichun Oisoi. You shall throw it to the dogs. Now it seems that you can only throw it to the dogs, but what about uh, giving it to an Anju? Um, can you only throw it to the dogs? I mean, to give it to an Anju would mean that you can benefit from it um, because you can sell it to a guy, you give it to a guy, you'll get something in return. I mean, throwing it to the dogs is also a form of benefit, but it doesn't, it seems like to exclude anything else that you can do with it, you know, maybe throw it to the dogs that you have to feed, you know, so they're upon you, so the Torah would allow, so not, but is this, Zakrashi, Afa Goy Kikelov, the Goy is also like the dog, which means that you can give it to a Goy too, you don't have to only give it to a dog. But perhaps it's only a Kelov, as it is the meaning, it says Kelov, Talmud Laimar, uh, the Torah teaches us Binevela with regards to Nevela, which is a Pasuk in Dvarim Yudalad, Pasuk Chafalov, Perik Yudal So, with regards to an animal which is a Nevela, which is a carcass, it, it, it was, it's dead. So, over there it says, Oi Mocher Lenochri. It says, Or you can sell it to a guy. Now, a carcass, the animal is already uh, dead. Um. So uh, it seems like a carcass is a further uh, deterioration than a piece of flesh from a living uh, from a living uh, animal um, uh, being um, being that you know sometimes we find like Ben um, Pekua, um, for example, I guess maybe that's why it's a Kavachimer. A ben pekua, for example, while it's living, is uh, is permitted even without uh, shechita. Because when a thing is living, it's more uh, more kal. You know, the meat is more kal uh, 
than from a dead carcass. Uh, while the, in other words, the Eva Minachai or Basar uh, Minachai is more cal than the Vela. Uh, but she says, so how much more so this trefa, which the animal is still alive and it's not yet a carcass? Uh, conceivably, um, that animal that's a trefa, that you have the piece of meat, I'm just thinking, you could actually shecht that animal that may not have a, a, a problem of trefa that makes it a trefa. Uh, that it shouldn't be kosher. In other words, is it possible to have a piece of meat now from an animal, and later on you're going to shech that animal, and the rest of the animal will be kosher to be eaten, and this piece would also be kosher to be eaten. So that's why it's a kavachay with This doesn't necessarily have to... Uh, now I'm not saying that at the time that you would shech the arrest, you would be allowed to eat this, but the concept we see that it still could be shechted, the animal. So it's a says that is permissible in all kinds of benefits, not just to give away to a goy. So why does the Torah say lakelev if you can also give it to a goy? All kinds of no. Limdach hakosuv. The pasuk is try teaching you that Hashem does not withhold the reward of any creature. Shenemar, because in the Pasik it states in before in Shmois Yud Aleph, Pasik Zion, that Ulchol Bnei Yisrael Yacharatz Kelev L'Shoinoi, that to none of the Bnei Yisrael, the dogs did not bark. Or Rashi says, didn't sharpen, Shinun, didn't sharpen the tongue. Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hashem says, Tnu Lo Yizchari, give him his reward. So, I guess what the Pasuk is actually telling you that there's a preference, even though you're allowed to give it to uh, a Goy also, Hashem says, because there's a little bit of a contradiction over here, it seems. Because if, so then it should be like Kelev, but Rashi says it's not you can have any Anoah. Okay, so So we're saying to you, but if you don't have to give it to the to the Kelev, then how are you going to be Mekapeach? Somehow, the Torah needs to tell you that it takes precedence to a Kelev. But is that really the case? Or, the Torah is only Limbecha Kosuf, not to take away, I mean, because in essence, uh, that was uh, other other klovim. When we say who who are we rewarding over here? That's Kharkoberia. That schar was for those dogs there. So let's say that those dogs deserve the ischar. Uh, it seems like even though it's not their control, they have no breda, no bechira. Everything comes from the Abishta who made them not to bark. Still, they didn't bark. They get the schar for that. Fine, but those are the dogs that were there. But what does it have to do with Lakel Tashlik and Isa in Basar Basar the Trefa that takes place throughout history? Uh, that Basar Basar the Trefa is told to the to, to the Mekapech Sarkoberia. So that's why the Torah is only like The Torah is teaching you that the Abishta doesn't take away the Sarkoberia, and that's why the Abishta wrote over here, uh, throw it to the Caliph. 
but when today there's not shaykhs to 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 give it to that kelev because that kelev isn't around anymore, so it's not not, not shaykhs to give it to that kelev, and that's only shaykhs to 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 give it to uh, to a goy or to any other kelev or any other way. You won't have a no. Lechayin, that's the shadow over here in the in the, in the, the pasuk. Anyways, pasuk aleph. Loisisa uh, shema shov shall not carry or accept a false report. Um, and this is Rashi uh, going to loshen hara, accepting loshen hara, listening to loshen hara. Al toshes yodcha im rasha. Do not place your hand together with somebody evil. You know, don't conspire, don't give your hand, don't conspire with an evil person. Leo is eight chamas to be a false witness for him, for the conspiring person. Lysisa Shema Shavzakrashi Kitargume as Dragum translates it. Loitekabul, don't accept Shma Dishkar, a false uh false uh news or a false report. As Hora, this is a warning, Lemekabul Loshan Hora. To the one who receives Loshan Hara. Now, the Pasuk hasn't speak, spoken yet about an Azhara, a warning for a person not to speak Loshan Hara. Here we're talking about uh, Azhara not to receive Loshan Hara. Uh, also, Rashi says, Dayan, and this also goes to a Dayan, Shleishma Divrei Baldin, he should not hear the words of one litigant, Achiyami Baldin Chaverei. Until can't listen until the the other litigant, his friend, comes to uh, to be there uh, at the same time. In other words, you are going to hear a false report. If you listen to the one guy first, then you're hearing a false report. You have to listen to both of them, uh, both of them together. Um, the dying cannot listen to one before. So and and they're both included in this prohibition. One who is demanding from his friend a false demand, uh, that he promises him to be with him a uh, false witness. Um, why? Why don't? Why not say? Why? Why not say? Al toshes yotchayim rasha to be a false witness. Rashi sort of changes from uh, doing from the act al toshes yotchayim rasha to be with him to promising him for him to be an eight chamos. There's no. Is there a prohibition in promising, or the prohibition is becoming an eight chamos uh, to whom you have promised? Uh, don't be, being, don't put your hand with the Russia that you have promised to be with him in eight chamos. You promised, so don't put your hand. So Al Toshes Yotcha is talking about not actually doing it. Don't do, don't place your hand to do with the Russia that you have promised to be for him in eight chamos. So Leah eight chamos, you promised to be eight chamos. But why would the Pasik specifically say that you promise him to be at Hamas versus just saying don't place your hand with, with a Russia to fall, testify falsely as opposed to promise them. Rashi is teaching the words don't place your hands with the Russia whom you promised to be a Eliyash Hamas. Uh, 
uh, it's not that the least it chamas is not the yodcha. That's what you've told him that you're going to be an eight chamas. So the Torah is telling you Atosh is yodcha. But not that the Atosh is yodcha is the least eight chamas, that the eight chamas is the, what is yodcha over here. Pasuk base. You do not follow the majority for evil. And uh, do not do not respond uh, concerning a riv, a lawsuit, uh, to follow. Lintois, to follow. Um, we'll see uh, we're doing three sentences in this passage not to be after evil for bad don't respond to a lawsuit to uh, to follow uh, to, to tilt away and you follow the majority we'll see in Rashi uh, how we touch this Medrash Chachma Yisrael. There is in this Pasek a drasha of the sages of Israel. But the language of the verse is not uh, fit uh, and it's um, in its uh, uh, in the context uh, of the of the words. So well, first it says, what did they? What did they say? What did the darshul chacham? Mekan darshu. From here they learned, she'ein matin lechayva b'achroas dayin echad that you cannot tilt to guilt by the decision of just one judge. In other words, but one person uh, who says, Rashi say in a minute by the, we're talking about capital cases where a person's life is being judged. So if you have uh, one judge more for the guilty side, you can't uh, follow that. So when the pasuk is leisiach rabim leroyis means to do bad to 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 uh, You can't do it just by one judge. You can't go after the majority. And the end of the pasuk was seifamikredarshu, and then at the end of the verse they learned when it says achrei rabim lahatois that you do go to majorities. If there is two in those who say guilty more than those that say uh, that he's innocent, then then you can uh, tilt the judge and, 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 and go towards guilt by their mouth. The Pasuk is talking about capital judgments, uh, laws that affect the lives of purpose in those cases, so the verses translate so far by one judge you can't go by one majority of one judge to make guilty but by two people that are the majority to make guilty, you could go uh, after you, you do follow that and what do they do with the middle part of the Pasuk in the middle of the Pasuk Adarshan you don't answer to the word riv. Riv, they touch there because the word riv doesn't have a yud in it, so they try, they, they, they learn it as rov. al rov. You should not respond to the rov 
linta is to go away from what he says. What does it mean? That you cannot disagree on the one who exalted in the Beisden. So the one who's higher up, you cannot answer him. You know, you can't go away from what he said. Therefore, because, so how are you going to have a court if you can't go away from the, uh, what the uh, most distinguished one says, the Rav says, Therefore, So therefore, by capital judgments, we start from the side. Which means, First you ask the, the smallest one that are amongst the, 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 the sages. They should give their opinion. So therefore, it will be, You now have to answer. So the Pasuk is basically saying to you, Start with the with the lowest one, and then they work your way up, so that by the time the the oldest says his opinion, everybody has already has said their opinion. So the fidivre Rabbi Seinu, according to our the words of our teachers, kach mikra. This is the interpretation of the verse. Don't follow the majority for bad, meaning to make the guilt of death because of one. A judge, Yirbu Hamachayvin, Al Hamizakin, where the guilty ones will be one more than the Mizakin. One, and don't respond, don't answer to the Rav to tilt from his words. Will the fish you you because he's missing the Yud Darshibay came? That's why they learned so, Rav. And then it says, But you could follow the majority, the Yesh Rabim, there is a majority, that you can follow after them. When is it? When there are two hamachrim who decide that they are more guilty than the mezakim. But this is all since it says you can't follow by one person by majority for bad. We can hear from this. But if you have one more for good. It's okay. Then you can follow the rabbim. Achram leroj. You can't go by one to do bad, but for good you could do. Mekan omru. Therefore, he says dinay nefoshes matin al pi echod that the capital cases you can tilt by one word lezuchus for the merit al pi and by two lechayve for the guilt. So if you find them innocent, you one is enough. One majority by one to find them guilty, you need two. When it comes to capital matters. This is the way that I've been saying the touched. The Onkelos Tirgam and the Onkelos translates. Um, and the Onkelos is translating the words of uh, the words of Loisana al Riv Lintois. The Onkelos translates Loitismane Mila Alofa. Don't stop from teaching. What is fit in your eyes about a judgment? The Loshina Ivri and the Hebrew, the Loshina Ivri in the Fiat Targum, according to Targum, in the Loshin Kodesh, the way it touches, Kachon Nidrash. Like this is why we're dashing it. Loisan ne al riv lintois. Im yisholcha dover ba mishpat. La mishpat. If he will ask you a matter for judgment, Person asks you, "What do you feel about that judgment?" Uh, don't uh, respond by tilting to a side. 
Loisame, don't respond. About an argument, Lintes to go away to the side, to remove yourself from this argument. But you shall judge it in its truth and speak up, basically, speak up for what is correct. Um, so, I don't know exactly, I mean, does this, is this a case where the person has to take a stand? Is he another rabbi that they're consulting? Is he um, uh, just uh, somebody to say? I mean, if he doesn't have any effect on this, why would he say? Is it just for a person to get involved in every case? It is not 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 so clear. But Rashi used the Lashon, having done Oitzelamita, you should judge it somehow. This guy is sitting in judgment. Basically, not to uh, run away from a judge that you need to that you need to do, but um, um, so when it means im yishol chodavel amishpat, it's talking about generally. If a matter comes to you for judgment, people want to come to judgment. You're not allowed to. You don't want to get involved. You're not allowed to stay away. You have to judge the true uh, uh, the true judgment. But Rashi says, But I say in order. To uh, make it uh, fitting in the text, in the context, kipshutay, in the literal meaning, kach pisreina. So you should resolve it. Nefsiach rabim lerois means don't be after majaris for bad dimrayis. If you see that there's evil people that are tilting the judgment, so the Torah is telling you, don't say hoyl v'rabim since they're majority. I will go after them. Don't go just because the majority is doing bad. You should not go after them. And if the person who is being judged and ask you about that judgment, uh, so first of all, you shouldn't know it, but even if you're asked about this judgment, don't answer him on the riv. Uh, something which follows those majority to tilt it from the true uh, justice don't rule like them and don't respond uh, if he asks you uh, let them, you tell the Mishra as it is but so what's the point since the Rabbim are Lintois and they're everything doing their way so you can't follow them okay but what is it going to help you to stick up and say, uh, because they're not going to list you anyways, they're the majority. But that's why I think Rashi adds, Let the, um, that is the, the neck iron, let it hang on the neck of the many. In other words, let the many bear the punishment for their perversion of justice. The fact that you stood up and you said, that's going to be their problem uh, um, to um, you know, to um, uh, to for, they're going to have to answer for for perverting justice. According to this Rashi, seemingly then the Agdis and the Pasuk, is talking about that you do go, you follow majority in in, in most rules. We don't have to have a pshat according to this. It's only because according to the drash uh, of Rabbi Seinu, where the Achirabim Lahatis is in is in different the Rois meant over there where it's talking about to make him guilty. That's why we needed to do by one or by two. But in Pashtus, since Achirabim Lerois means when they're trying to do evil, when they're doing wrong, 
so therefore, the Pash Pshat Macharam Lahatis means under normal uh, circumstances, one should follow the majority. Pasuk Gimel. Vidal Loisada Berive shall not uh, glorify uh, a, a poor person.